Hello and welcome to this Xbox Life episode 303, Beta, Beta, Beta. I am one of your hosts, Brun, BJ Swick 33 and with me this week is Presar. Hey, what's up everybody? This is Rob, also known as Presar on Xbox Live, and uh, uh, everything sounded good on the audio, except you're a little soft, Brun. I am a little soft. Being, being the softy that you always are, <laughs> and I have no idea what I sound like. Uh, just my audio went really crazy um, when we had a power outage about a couple hours ago, and it screwed up everything. So we'll we'll, we'll have to see what it does. Hopefully, I'm a little bit louder. Nothing seems out of the ordinary. So uh, I can check my recording devices, and the meter is going just fine. So hopefully the audio is fine. We're going to have to rely on some of our listeners to, to let us know for sure. So again this week, uh, Wingman709 is not with us. Um, he will be out this week, but he will be back next week. And obviously in his place for his picture, I have another... Air Force jet this time because Brun was a dummy and put Navy jets in there last time. So, but they were the Blue Angels. I will say that those guys are pretty awesome, just like Wingman Seven to Nine. But the uh, aircraft I have in there is also awesome. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and you know the amount of I got messages on Xbox, you know, on Xbox Live. You know, people were all in a chat where. Where's Wing? Where's Wing? Where's Wing? And everybody was nervous, like, you know, thinking we might have kicked him off the show or something. <laughs> he he is he is still with us. He's on, you know, family doing family stuff, but man, people love the Wingman 709. So How can you not? Come on. Yes. But uh I heard, you know, I spoke to him and he said if you loved him so much that one thing you would do is Go out to Amazon.com or thisxboxlife.com slash Amazon and purchase all of your Amazon needs straight from that link. Um, or go right. to the site and click on Amazon because as much as you love the show and as much as you love Wingman, that helps us out so we can share the love back out uh, to all of you and give away cool stuff. So That's right. That's right. Well said, my friend. Oh, thank you. Um, well... Uh, this week, Rob, is funny. It's like Wing leaves uh, for the couple weeks, and we get like two of the easiest weeks. Now, well, here, here's the thing. It's not actually easy because when the weeks are slow and there's very little news, it's actually harder on us because then we're like, oh, no, what do we talk about? What do we do? But it's like we've had two of the like smallest weeks possible when it comes to gaming news. <laughs> yeah, it's so. you know, the summertime not doldrums, but, you know, things get kind of slow right before back to school, you know, right before they get all fired up again right. for the holiday season. So, and of course, you know, we started the show and right when we started the show, packet drops, you know, it's dropping packets like crazy. And so it should be up and running now. Everything should be good. Um, we are live. Have to wait for the people to hopefully we're alive. Flood even in. though the episode number is wrong, you know, pay no attention to that number. What? what what's it's all about the details? All about the details, man. Oh, it's episode 303, not geez. 302. But that's Ow. okay. Wing didn't notice. Oh, he notices everything <laughs> that I do wrong. I know. 
so it's been updated. I, I, so when the people come in, it will say 303. So everything's good. <laughs> oh, well, he's just going to give me all sorts of crap. And the putting the show together is not easy. I can say it does take no. some time. It takes and, a lot of time. I got to hand it to him. I mean, Wing does a fantastic job every week. Yep. So, so that the prima donnas like uh, Rob and Brun can just walk in and go, okay, we're ready to record. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, it's tough. It's tough. But um, without, uh, you know, cutting some time in to set up the show this week, uh, I did get to do some gaming, but I want to hear what you did first. So, all right. What have you been playing? All right. The only thing that I've really been playing over the past week has been uh, Walking Dead Season 2, Episode 4. Uh, I was. Let's see. I don't, I don't want to say I wasn't really looking forward to this, but I've just uh, been kind of bored with uh, some of the Telltale games lately. After coming in really strong and being really intense on season uh, one of The Walking Dead and then season two starting off really strong, it kind of petered out a little bit along with The Wolf Among Us. But uh, I, I can... Uh, happily say that episode four was was pretty good. It still had that um, that uh, you know it filled you with anxiety. You didn't know what was going to happen, and there were some really tough decisions. And I I really think that that's what makes these games, because in the episodes where I thought it was getting kind of dull, that kind of went away. It was it was more storyline, and it was more just like really basic stuff. And I, I think. When you think Walking Dead, you think Telltale, you, you think of like horrible stuff happening, tough decisions. Uh, there is no right answer to anything. Uh, you're going to piss somebody off. You know, somebody's going to die regardless of what you choose. And, and we're kind of back in that, in that uh, uh, vein a little bit with episode four. And there was a part in episode four that really reminded me of the last season of... The Walking Dead, right? Actually, I don't, I don't remember if we're in between seasons or if we're on that summer break. Do you, do you watch the TV show, Brad? Yes, we're on a break. Okay, so, so it's the mid-season break then. No, it's actually the end of the season. Well, okay, the end of the season. Yeah, okay. yeah. So season, the the new season is starting. Yeah, coming up. Okay, so they start the seasons in the fall, then they do that break in the yeah. New Year's. Okay. Yep. But. Uh, uh, you remember that one? You remember that one episode with oh, what's her name? Ruth. Whoop. Was that her name? That that one lady with the short hair that had the daughter. Was that hmm. it? Um. Anyway, Carol. Carol. No, not okay. Not, it was well, Carol. Not well, Ruth. Carol's the person that had the daughter that was in the barn. Yeah. That we yeah. talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So Carol was with these two girls and she had a tough decision to make yeah do you remember that episode yep yep yeah something similar happened oh i don't give too much away yeah don't ruin <laughs> Maybe it that was too much, yeah. but oh. <laughs> that's that's the kind of decisions that make the show really good yep. and it's uh I, I can't say that it's a fantastic episode you know like five star i'd give it a solid four definitely which is good which is good Cool. So uh, that's about it for me. How about you? What have you been up to? Well, a couple things. Um, I played Battlefield 4, of course. Um, mm -hmm. It was double XP weekend. Um, I'm up to level 
one hit one thirteen today, I think. One thirteen. Wow. Yep. Um and then also I jumped on to the Destiny beta. Okay. So the Destiny beta was live for everybody um on all four consoles. Um so I jumped on that, played a little bit of it. Excuse me. Yeah, that went uh that opened up to everybody, what, on Thursday, I think? Yeah, yeah, and ended today. So oh, I did. ended? Yeah, it's over today. Ooh. Yeah. Because when it opened up, I queued it up to download, and I haven't had time to sit back down. Uh, don't worry, you didn't miss it, much. So. Oh, I'll, oh, <laughs> no, I it's, to, um, I, 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 my 12 gig. Yeah, I had fun. Uh, I, I like it. It's definitely going to be a good game. It's definitely Bungie. Holy cow, is it Halo. I mean... Okay. The, the vehicles, like, they have, uh, so the Fallen, I, I, is it the Fallen? I think yeah. it's the Fallen. So they come in, and they come in on dropships, and then the dropship, like, from the front of it, like, shoots blue, like, plasma right shots at you. Exactly like Halo. I mean, it makes you feel like Halo. I'm looking, I'm like, that's the exact same thing as, you know, Halo, you know? shooting yeah. at me and then and then you know your vehicles that you jump on you're going around i'm like this is just like riding a ghost i'm like this this is halo and that's not a bad thing don't get me wrong that is definitely not a bad thing um it's 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 fun i i, I like the ranking and you know it's definitely going to take off it's it's made me wonder you know should i get it for the 360 or should i not waste my time or um that type of scenario because to me i mean even that's that's a console seller but um I'm just not ready for that. I think you should skip getting it for the 360 and just get that Xbox One. Of course, you that can. you're him and hawing about, and <laughs> just get it for the Xbox One and play it this year. Of course, that's exactly what you should do. Um, <laughs> but that's you know that's really that's really um, all I did, and we'll talk about it, you know a little bit more about it later. Yeah, roundtable beta talk. But um, one thing. I, when I logged in to play, I had a message, and and to me, I feel like I finally, I have finally made it to the big time. Really? And yes, because and there and there's even a shirt. There's even a shirt out there. It's like you know when you're good at a game, when you've been basically blamed for cheating, <laughs> when you're you've been called a hacker, you you know you've made it. So what it was was I I said. I had that 24-hour gaming session. Right. And we started playing Battlefield 3 again. And it was the first time I played for months. It took a couple rounds, and I got back up, you know, MVP a couple times and was up toward the top. Well, I got this message. It's like, I shot you three times with a sniper rifle, and you pulled out a handgun and shot me from that distance. You know, it's like, you modding, and then bad word. So it's like I've been called a modding something something. So he and then he <laughs> kind of cursed me out a little bit more. But I was like, I've been called a hacker. I have made it to the big time. So you are that good. Yes. Uh, no, oh, I'm, I'm not that good. But yeah, he felt to leave me a voice message on Xbox Live calling are you me names. Serious? Oh yeah, yeah. That is ridiculous. No, it's what that's all I was saying is like I feel like I've made it because you know I play with Soul Assassin 808 member of the community forever um and yeah. then i also play with my buddies at work and one of them his name's um lo uh local variable and he is an excellent pilot he is lights out killer pilot he gets accused of hacking every round he plays <laughs> and 
So it's just like, oh my gosh, I, I feel like I'm up there with Adam now or, or Lost Variable because um, it's Lost Variable, sorry. Lost Variable because I've been called a hacker. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that was my other big thing. But uh, that's it. Mark, what have you been playing? Oh, nothing. He hasn't been playing anything. <laughs> um, well, well he missed that on Destiny, didn't he? Um, I don't, I don't know. And you know, like I said, we'll we'll talk about it more yeah. in a little bit about the beta. So, but, uh, beta. Yeah, how about the beta? But uh, <laughs> oh, oh, there was a level eight cap on the game. Gunny chef. That's enough. Gunny chief. Oh, sorry. But uh, all right, let's move on. So. Rob, you have it this week? Hang on. Uh-oh. I hear audio. Yeah, I got one of those fantastic IGN ads that just started playing in the <laughs> middle of, in the middle of the, my thing here. But, uh, but I, st I just stopped it. Oh, okay, very good. Oh, great. That's just another check mark on the list. Mm -hmm. All right. So we're ready for the news? Yeah, it's up to you. It's it's a short one, so you should definitely be able to make it in the time frame. Ready? All right, let's let's do this, or Stop maybe I'll stretch it out really, Stop really long. Yep. Ready? Go. Mark. All right. First up, Titanfall DLC gets a release date. The second map pack hits on July thirty first for the PC and Xbox One. Uh, look for the three sixty version. We don't know. Sometime in the future, uh, Titanfall Frontiers Edge has three new maps for the multiplayer uh, shooter. There, uh, an isolated mining outpost called a Dig Site, a beach resort called Haven, and a mountainside mining hub called Export. It's 10 bucks standalone, or you can have it as part of the season pass, which you probably already have. If you don't have that, the season pass is $25. Moving on, Google buys Twitch for a cool $1 billion. This is something that's been in the rumor mill for a while, at least for a couple months, and uh, looks like it is going down. And I think that uh, since Google owns YouTube, amongst a lot of other things, they can probably say that uh, all your videos are belong to us. And it uh, looks like they will. Uh, news out of San Diego Comic-Con confirms The Walking Dead Season 3 uh, from Telltale Games. Uh, most likely this thing's going to hit sometime next year in 2015, probably late 2015 by my guess, considering that the episode 2 is not yet done. Uh, we still have one more episode to go. Uh, no news on the characters or storyline if Clementine is going to continue. We don't even know if she's going to make the end of uh, episode 2, but uh, we shall see. Also, Xbox sales in China start up in September. Uh, this is uh, some uh, pretty exciting news, I guess, for the Xbox because uh, there's uh, quite a few people that live in China. Uh, this will make the Xbox One the first gaming machine to be officially uh, sold in China since the country lifted its longstanding ban on foreign consoles uh, earlier this year. There's no word yet on price, and uh, I believe that we'll have some details uh, in this coming week or two on exactly what's what that's going to entail. 
And then finally, Square Enix has announced the day one edition of Lords of the Fallen. This is a third-person action RPG. Uh, the limited edition version grants pre-order buyers exclusive story DLC as well as extra weapons in the game's official soundtrack. It was pre-ordering the game through GameStop will receive a free upgrade to the day one edition while supplies last. Lords of the Fallen limited edition includes the Monk's Decipher DLC and Demonic Weapons Pack. The latter features three items, the Margear Daggers, I probably didn't say that right, and this is another one, the Fake Hammer and the Ear Sword. I guess uh, three very difficult uh, <laughs> things to pronounce there. Yeah. And that is it for the news this week. Oh, you mentioned in there. How did I do on time? Good, good. Mm -hmm. well, Excellent. <laughs> so you're, you're talking about um, Xbox One opens up in China. I was listening to another podcast, and they were saying that based on the time frame of this generation, current right. generation, as uh, everybody would like to say, <laughs> um, where we're at now compared to where we were last generation, right? This generation, both the PS4 and the Xbox One are selling like eighty percent higher than this time in the life cycle. You know, last generation compared to last generation. Oh wow! So did uh, the previous generation did that ramp up slower or? Yeah, it didn't take off as fast. And and one thing with that is, if you think about last generation, it was really the first online. PC-like generation, um, you know, because we came from the PS2, which had some online, and, and the Xbox, which had some online, but with, you know, the 360 to PS3, it's, like, very connected and everything like that, mm -hmm. and, and now people, you know, from that point, since everybody's connected, you're playing with your friends, you know, it's just one of those things, yeah. like, hey, the new console's out, so it was, it's just bigger. Gaming has gotten so much bigger in the last eight years, it's crazy. So, oh, yeah, yeah. but yeah, eighty percent. Both of them are outselling their predecessor, so it's doing awesome. Good. Oh That's yeah, definitely a good thing. Oh yeah, it's awesome. So very good news for the gaming world. So, but um, anything add? Add something before we moved on to our round table? No, sir. Let's right. let's get going. So you know, one thing in the round table, uh, one one piece of news that I had you uh, uh hold off on. Is the that Battlefield Hardline and Dragon Age Inquisition uh, was delayed? You know that news came out from EA that uh, two major titles previously announced for October right. releases have been delayed. Now, Battlefield Hardline will no longer release in the year 2014, but an early 2015 window. Uh, Visceral right. and EA decided to push back Battlefield release in order to facilitate player feedback they received during the game's beta. <laughs> Okay. Um, the the more they thought about the ideas, they they knew they had to get and uh, get them into the game, and and so however that extended that out. Now I'll, I'll touch in on this in a minute. Um, Dragon Age, uh, which was originally announced October seventh release, has also been pushed back, but it's only by one month. So it's coming out November eighteenth in North America and the twenty first in Europe. So right. What they said on this was they appreciate the enormous support they received uh, from all of you uh, to get to the point they're at now. And while this is an extra few weeks might not seem like a lot, uh, they know the game that you'll be playing will be better for the, the delay. So right. it's, 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 and I'm okay with delays. 
you know, if it, if they go and they make the game better and they work on it, I, I would rather have a working game than I would a broken game. So, oh, for I, sure. I would. I don't want another SimCity five, and I don't want another Battlefield four. I can guarantee I do not want that. So, um, right, right. Yeah. So, you know, the one thing I'm I'm looking at the the Dragon Age or the the Battlefield Hardline is, I kind of think they're lying on that one. The game's just not ready. You know, and they're being smart about it this time. They are taking the time, but it doesn't take that much time for a little bit of beta feedback. You know what I mean? Like six months or whatever it might turn out to be. It says early 2015. We don't know. It could be delayed again. And the thing is, if it gets delayed again, then we know, okay, they were lying. It's not just for beta feedback. Um, It's basically, it's, it's bigger problems. You know, obviously, they can't afford to have another Battlefield 4. Right. So, and honestly, since Battlefield Hardline is built on the Battlefield 4 engine, which has just been recently fixed and updated, I'm pretty sure it's not because of the beta. But the reason why I bring up this story, and and I I started off the roundtable for this, is I want to discuss with you, and and people that are in and listening in the stream, if you guys want to type... Uh, or put some feedback into it, feel free. I'll read it on, on the show because, you know, we have some time to spare on this. But, um, you know, how do we feel about betas is is the first thing. But then, like, the secondary question is, are games being announced too soon? And, you know, when you're taking beta feedback from a beta, let's, let's say Destiny. Destiny just had their beta. They can take things. They can apply it. Um, they can fix some things that they get from the beta. The game is still releasing you know, here soon. You know, Hardline's right. beta was, what, a month, two months back? You know, they put a beta out that was supposed to be for an October release, and now they're delaying. So was the beta good for them? They're saying that they're putting things in from gamer feedback. Now, is that true, or they do they have more problems? But I want to know, how do you feel about a beta? And, I mean, is a beta a true beta on the console, or is it just like, hey, you get to play the game for free? you know, early for a couple weeks. You know, we're just going to call it a beta so we can right. say, oh, I know there's bugs and thanks for giving us feedback, or, you know, but you know, how close is this Destiny beta for them to do a bunch of fixes? But, you know, what? how do you feel about betas? Well, overall, um, I think betas can go two different ways. Uh, I know based on some of the discussion that we've had over the years with some of the betas that have been out there, I think that a lot of people get kind of a soured view on some of the games just because they don't like what's available in the beta. And it's hard for sometimes for people to remember that a beta is a beta. It's not a full game. It does not need to be representative of what the full game is going to be like. Uh, Usually the beta is put out to test them. This is my interpretation. It's put out to test a certain thing that they are trying to proof or to uh, tweak or trying to see if it's usable because otherwise it would be a demo. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Good point. Very good point. Yeah. So a beta needs to be thought of as an unfinished taste of a game that you are playing to help finish the game right. and not demo it in order to be able to decide if you're going to purchase it. Uh, I think that's something that is difficult for people to um, 
discern sometimes because I know, you know, even some of us, we've played betas out there and say, okay, I don't like this game. You know, it's not for me. Well, it, it could be still your type of game, but you just played a part that you didn't care for. And, uh, you know, it could have been broken, which right. is why they were testing it. Hey, yeah. So, go ahead. Yeah, well, it's just, you know, I think it, with the, de the Destiny beta, they had a special thing. Like, please, if you play between the hours of 2 and 6 p.m. Um, on Saturday, we'll give you a special emblem that you can use. And the, But the whole reason that they did that is so they could stress test their system because they knew, hey, everybody who is playing you know, that has the beta because it's available to everybody. And as soon as everybody heard, like, hey, the Destiny beta is available, everybody went and downloaded it, right? Even myself. Yeah. You know, yeah, it made me yeah. made me go out and play it. Um, you know, and I played during that time because I wanted to get that, but that gave them a stress test on the network and to see how things are running. And and Destiny doesn't come out, you know, two weeks from now. Like, the, the times that they're like, hey, we're going to do a multiplayer beta, and it's two weeks prior to the game coming out, those discs are already pressed in my mind. They're already getting ready. Yep. They're in boxes. Like, that isn't a beta. That's, a, like you said, a demo. So I, I think betas are good. Now, you know, this hardline beta that they did, you know, I I don't know if that was a beta to test some things or if that was a, just a beta that says, let's find out how broken our game is. You know, with <laughs> EA, it's a little bit different. And I, tr I trust Bungie. You know, they've done betas before with Halo. I trust those right. guys. I don't trust EA. You know, so when Destiny's having a beta, I believe it's a true beta. I believe it's there for a purpose. Um, Monkey Punch put in there, everybody should be available, um, the, or the Bungie, or the beta should be available for everybody. There should be no beta codes. Now, you agreed. Like I kind of disagree because the whole, I think the whole codes are there to allow people to kind of trickle in because remember yeah, if everybody yeah it's it's if everybody piled in at once you know ooh, you know that's kind of how they uh stagger it they kind of stair step into what and then all of a sudden they're just like let's let it loose so right you know i agree that the beta codes you shouldn't get beta codes because you pre-order it you shouldn't get beta codes because you have a PS4 over a Xbox One. Like, I don't, I believe beta code should be available to everybody. But I think they should say, you know, through Twitter or some social media, give out, you know, beta codes that way. Or maybe, you know, if sign up for it and they email it to you, like, I believe that should be allowed. And then they open up to everybody. But I don't be, I don't believe it should be like, if you pre order from GameStop, yeah, like pay to beta. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't like that. I, I agree that they should be accessible by everybody, um, but those, those codes are really to let people trickle in, or like oh, you yeah. said, because nobody wants to stress test a network by having thirty million people in your system <laughs> at one time. So, oh yeah, if if you get that huge influx of people, it's just gonna bring the servers down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and nobody's going to be doing anything. People aren't going to be playing, and you're not going to be testing your game or yeah. your servers. I did find it. I did find it funny that um, from the 17th through the 23rd, like the beta was available early for the PS4 people, but it came out. But then it uh, kind of broke the system 
and they kind of had to fix some things, and the beta didn't actually really start for the PS4 people until the Xbox One was released for the beta, so they both started at the same day. So that whole early access beta, like, they didn't get early access. That actually started, you know, due to issues that didn't start until everybody else started, which I thought was kind of yeah. kind of funny. But, I mean, there's a good example. Maybe it came down because they allowed every PS4 owner, you know, access to it right away. And you're oh, looking yeah. at, what, 12? What are they at? 9, 10 million consoles sold or something like that? I don't know for sure. Um, but, yeah, so... They yeah, did that, and then and then the beta was, you know, they opened it up for everybody, but they didn't get everybody a real a real big chance. They only gave them like three days, you know. They supposedly gave the PS4 and PS3 people ten days to play it, but you give everybody else who didn't have a code like three days. As you know, I, I think that's maybe maybe where Monkey Punch is coming from on that. Um, yeah, or Rob, are you big, are you are you getting it? There's a big oh Destiny. Yes. Um. Probably, uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to play the beta. I, I wish I would have. So I totally forgot about the beta ending on the twenty seventh. You like Borderlands? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. you like it then? Yeah, I, I forgot that the beta was going to end uh, so quickly. I would have uh, hopefully made some more time to play instead of sleeping. <laughs> oh, nice! No, <laughs> Last sleep. night. Yeah. So I would have given up at least an hour of my sleep just to get a taste of it, but um, I guess it, it is what it is. Yeah, and that's really all I played of is an hour or so, because I just know that, you yeah. know, it has it had the, somebody just mentioned it here, I didn't know they had a, a level 8 cap. You know, you did those 8 levels, but you're going to have to start all over when the game ends. So yeah. it's like really putting in too much time, getting something cool, and then be like, oh, I lose it, or... But Monkey yeah, Punch, Rob, or Rob here is getting it. I will probably not. If it was out on the PC, I'd get it for day one, but uh, it's not. Uh, Wing, I'm pretty sure, is going to get it. I'd hate to... Yeah, he's probably... He's definitely... So, but it is... It, I, hey, it is a Halo meets Borderlands mix. I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was awesome. Bungie, you are still my favorite. Like, they are just... They are one of my favorites. I love those guys. Though. They're knocking it out of the park. Oh, yeah. This game, this game's gonna be fantastic. And and the one thing is, if the rumors are true that, you know, whatever you do in this game is going to carry over like to the next one, to the next one, and they're not releasing a new game every year, but if they kind of build on to that, and, and all the work you put into it carries over, that man, those guys just have it. They just have it. Activision, I don't care for you. Uh, you don't have it, but Bungie does. You can put your <laughs> you can put your name on the game, but I know you had nothing to do with it. <laughs> nice. That just makes me feel good <laughs> thinking that way. So don't burst my bubble. Oh but, yeah. Uh, so the you know the, as as far as betas, I you know the, the Destiny beta, that type of beta, I I, I do like. I, I don't like obviously the two you know like what you said. Oh, it's a demo, but we're gonna call it a beta. Give it up. You know, don't don't do that. Just call it a demo. Yeah, you know, you can just say, "Hey, this is a beta release demo." If you want to get a quick sneak peek of what the game, what you're going to get in a couple weeks, go from there. Yeah, um, but like these guys, I think did it right, and you know, I'd hate to say that the Battlefield Hardline they didn't do it right because their beta was months ahead of time. You know, and maybe that you know, if this whole delay that they are having are, are things do that they found during the beta, so okay, it worked. You know, maybe that is a good thing. But I just don't trust them like I 
just uh, just or no, oh, yeah. But uh, second and oh, good. No, I was just gonna say. Uh, I wonder with um, let's say with Xbox One in particular, with so much uh, being available out there in the cloud for games to use, I really wonder if we're going to start seeing a lot more of these uh, betas that are really testing the server side of things. Uh, I wonder if we're going to see that more frequently moving forward, because uh, that's what I kind of think that Destiny did. You know, they're testing the, the back end. Uh, Titanfall did the same thing. And both of them used a similar type of gatekeeper system essentially where they had the codes and you know it was limited release and then all of a sudden you know more people kept getting them and then boom everybody's in there everybody's just you know having a lot of fun uh, i wonder if this is going to be more common i don't know i you know I, i've read the things about the whole it was it was out around the time that the developers were asking for uh demos of their games Stuff, like they're getting those features now where they can um, put out their game for a demo. Um, mm -hmm. It was uh, people were asking for early access. So, and that's a huge thing going on in the PC world. If you go to, um, you know, Steam and stuff like that, like you have games like Rust, um, The Forest, um, uh, Planetary Annihilation, those are all early access. So, what you do is, you know, most of the time you buy the game at a discount. Since you're buying the game early and you get to play it, but you know you're playing an alpha, you know you're playing a beta, you know it's going to be broken, um, but it, you get to play it. The, the, I mean, the game is there. Sometimes they have server resets, sometimes they have that. I'm wondering if right. we're going to get away from this beta and we're going to start getting into early access. So, for example, Battlefield 5 is coming out, um, and it comes out in 20, January 1st, 2016. But July 1st, 2015, I could buy into the early access of Battlefield 5 for 40 bucks instead of 60 So basically, at that point, I get to play Battlefield 5 for six months early access, help them work on it, uh, report bugs, do this and do that. And then when the game releases on January 1st, 2015, everybody else buys it, I, I don't have to pay for it. I still get to keep the game. I was there from the beginning. Um, and you have this early access. So I, I'd like to see them move more toward that. I'd like to see them follow in the PC world. Some people like it. Some people don't. Um, but uh, that's... Yeah, it's like being paid to test. Yeah, you're giving... They're, they're yeah. taking a hit on their profit just to get people in there uh, to play. Right. But yeah, I, I like that. So. Do you have to provide any kind of feedback or anything? You don't have to, but you do. If it's a game that you like, if it's a, if it's a company, you know, take take Destiny here. If they're not auto collecting data on their own, um, obviously you can go out and and like a, a user voice and stuff like that. You can report bugs and all that. Like okay. you know, I'm, I'm I get beta access to Universum when it comes out because I kickstarted those guys. Oh yeah, um, and. Game. Dude, I can't wait for that. So, yeah, it looks good. Oh, it looks so awesome. It's like so, the game on the grapefruit. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, and um, uh, let's see. Monkey Push says, "Are the people that didn't play Hardline going to play the beta since they delayed it?" 
I don't know if they'll come out with another beta or not, Monkey Punch. Um, it would probably make sense if they did, if they're supposedly adding features and stuff that came out of the first beta. That would be their next step. If they didn't do that, then I would say I would kind of call them out on it a little bit. Um, yeah, and uh, Dark Predator says, That sounds like Battlefield 4 beta I bought already. Laugh out loud. Very true. That, you know, talking about that early access stuff, Xbox or Battlefield 4 was broken for six months, six to seven months. I mean, it was just nonsense how bad it was. And that's why people were so upset. Yeah. Um, that was almost like we bought into early access for, for the game. And if that would have been that way and I would have spent, you know, 40 bucks instead of 120 bucks for it, then yes, you know, I'd be all for it. Yeah, you got to you got to be a uh, full price tester. Yep. They Actually, call... what comes after what comes after beta? Nothing. Nothing. But I thought beta was. Yeah, thing. then it, that's like the last step before. Uh, well, before you have rele you have your RC, you have release candidate. So you have your RCs, but. Okay, so software in those world, cases, I guess. you you bought the release candidate. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it's actually, not a finished game. actually, after beta, you have like the disc that's being stamped, so it's released to it's RTM. You have your RTM and then your RC, release to manufacturing, release candidate, and then RTM, which is released to manufacturing. So, yeah, Charlie comes after. Very nice. RTFM. He says every time I watch you guys, I always try to click on the <laughs> Xbox titles. That's pretty funny. Tiles, yeah. Oh, tiles. Yep. Yeah, yes. Yeah, Snap. Yeah, if you actually click the S on achievements, you actually get an achievement in Twitch. So click on it, let me know if you get it. If you don't get it, just message me and I'll have Rob set it up for you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just kidding. By the way. Keep clicking. Oh, yeah, so <laughs> just keep clicking on it. Um, so, okay, second part of my thing. Was, yeah. Um, because it comes to this whole beta and then obviously things are getting delayed. Are games getting announced too early? Well, I don't think they're... I, th I think the announcements happen right when they're planned. I just don't think that the programming side of uh, the whole equation can keep up with marketing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, it's like... like... If it's a yearly franchise, you know, Call of Duty, they always release the information on the next Call of Duty like a week after the current Call of Duty comes out because they have 11 months. They have 11 months before the next one comes out or they have less than 12 months before the next one comes out. Yeah. So, um, you know, they kind of have to there, but, you know, a year... It, Two, two years, okay, so let, let's bust it out this way. Do you think a year before the game is released is too early? Is what? Is it's too doable? early. Yeah, is it's it too early? Yeah. It depends on how long they've been working on it. All right. Because if it's a title that's been in development for a long time, 
then I, I think one year is reasonable. Yeah, if it's something that's like not even halfway done, there's no way. I mean, th these these games just take so long. It's there's just so much involved in programming. I mean, you, you should know, Brun, right? It just if something is super complex and detailed and and so forth, it's it's going to take a long time. Yeah, and and that's that's a that's a factor. I mean, as a software developer. If my if I'm going to release like let's go back to, to January 1, 2016. If I'm gonna release January 1, 2016 and I'm you know 80% finished with the game, then I can come out January 1, 2015 and say one year from now, or or even less, one year, I hey, we're releasing this game, here's some here's what it looks like, here's how it plays, uh, we're gonna have a beta in five months or four months to go through and to stress test and we're going to take things from that beta and we're going to do this and that and we're going to release on january 1 2016. i think that's perfectly fine or if they come out that e3 so the e3 prior to when the game's going to come out i think right. that's a perfect time because then you have gamescom and stuff like that but two e3s prior three years prior that's just nonsense I mean that's just ridiculous. So that that shouldn't even be. You should never release a game or talk about a game or show a game off two years before it comes out. Two years or more. I mean two years plus is ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it either gets people's hopes up or people just get excited and forget about it. Right. Yeah. So I what mean, is the point? I mean, other than I, I could see. I could see studios needing to announce, yeah, we're working on something. You know, we didn't just drop off the map. Right. Yeah, but they I don't have to. That. But like Destiny, I mean, we all knew Bungie was working on something because they made a deal with yeah. a 10 year deal with Activision to release a game. But we didn't right. really hear about Destiny until was it two years out that we heard about Destiny or was it a year out? I don't remember. I remember we had the videos. Right. Because there was like a whole thing of like, what's, you know, they kind of slowly sent out pictures and stuff like that. And everybody's like, what's that? What's the name of the game? What, you know, what's it going to be? And then they started showing it off. I thought they started showing it off last year. So the last year. I think that's three. right. So they, they showed it out a little over a year. Um, you know, and they showed more during this E3. Um, was that at the but, reveal? Uh, the reveal at the at reveal this... last year? They showed more of it. I think All they stuff runs together. <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of does. You know, it kind of does. I should. I think they showed gameplay and stuff finally at the But you know, it's it's not like I'm trying to think of a game that they talked about this year or that they talked about at this E3, and it was like here's this new game that's being made. Um, it'll come out sometime in 2015 and here is a cgi trailer for it and it's just like if all you have is a cgi trailer for it and it's sometime in 2015 so you're saying it's a year out but you don't have anything other than a cgi trailer for it then it's not coming out in 2015 it's yeah. like why did you even but why did you open your mouth why did you bother because obviously it's not early 2015 so here you are announcing it at this E3 when you can save it to the next E3. 
and then show it and get people's hypes, you know, hopes up and get it hyped. And then you have like six months of hype because I can tell you, you don't need a year and a half, two years of hype for somebody to be, you know, going to go buy your game. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it causes more problems announcing early because then people's like, oh, is it in trouble? Oh, I'm not going to get it. You know, they announced that like three years ago. And, you know, that you have that, uh, you know, you have that game from Sony that's been, it was shown, what, like in 2007, and it's still not out or something like that? Like, who, what makes you think that game's going to be good? You know, this reminds me of one of the, I guess, issues I have with Kickstarter, where, like, there was this one game that uh, I backed on Kickstarter, and I want to say I backed it 15 months ago. And it still hasn't shipped. So you get caught up in the frenzy of it or in the excitement of the game coming out. And then it just disappears. You don't hear anything. You know, you might get like little blurbs here and there of what's going on. But the game like totally just goes out of, you know, out of sight, out of mind. And then eventually when it does come out, they're like, oh, Hey, look at this. You know, I totally forgot about this thing. That that kind of irks me a little bit. And this is a similar type of thing. You know, it's like you, you tease a game and then you you disappear, you go dark. It's, you know, it's, I would almost rather not know about something and then hear about it and then have it soon right. rather than having that huge gap. I agree. So maybe we can call it the Kickstarter phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah, I've coined a term. <laughs> there you go. But, all right. But, I mean, that's that's kind of what I wanted to kind of throw around the table, as, as they say, the thought was. Sure. Hey, good talk. Yep. Um, let's see. Next, we can hit our stream. So couple things for the community. You can uh, email us at contact at this Um You can uh, hit the face our Facebook group, which is, um, I think, go to Facebook and search for this Xbox Life. Um, you can request to be added, and that comes to us, and then we will add you. Um, we have a Twitter account, and that is twitter.com slash this Xbox Life. Um, all our shows are announced. Uh, you know, uh, Rob went out uh, before we started our show on Facebook. He announced that the show was starting. Um, I I posted on Twitter that the show was starting. And then also, I believe, when we start our broadcast uh, stream, it also sends sends out a uh, Twitter announcement um, for the show. Um, so, okay. you know... Twitter is a big thing. And then, you know, like, Rob, do you have a Twitter account? Uh, I do. I don't use it very much. Uh, I, I do have the Board Game Life one, T-Board okay. Game Life, okay. that I'm on uh, occasionally. And I'm, I'm BJ Swick 33 on mine, of course. But uh, that's a lot of – I read more Twitter. I I hate – I don't care for Facebook that much. Yeah. I mean, the only reason why I have Facebook is because we have our group on there, and I, I've been trying to just get on it. But every time I get on it, I get bombarded with – stupid pictures so um <laughs> you know it's like hey yo check out this funny person trying to smash a pumpkin and uh, it drives me nuts 
I do the uh, t- I do more Twitter than anything. So if you if yeah. you usually if you tweet me on stuff, I answer I answer all my tweets. Um, and then okay. um, you can leave a voicemail, which we have a couple coming up, and uh, two yes two voicemails coming up, and uh, go to uh, the sixboxlife.com. And over on the right-hand side, it says send voicemail. Click on that, and off we're off and running. So, and play them in the show. Like so. Shrink down a little bit here. Get this going. So, our first voicemail comes from Michael Lugo. And uh, play that right now. Hopefully, it works and you guys can hear it. So, Jap and Monkey Punch, let me know if you can hear this. Hey, Xbox Live, I just got a question for you guys. Um, I was wondering, what do you think of a Marcus Phoenix collection for the Xbox One? Um, I'm getting a lot of people from YouTube that are trying to support it, supporting it, and trying to get Bill Spencer to actually listen to him and say, think of actually bringing a HD collection of the first three Gears of War. I think it's a pretty good idea to get the 360 owners that don't have bought an Xbox One actually getting an Xbox One. So let me know what you think about this topic. Uh, I think it's a pretty good topic since we're doing a Halo Master Chief collection. So uh, I think it would be a good idea for everybody to check out and think about. I think it would be a great collection. And a lot of people love that game, so uh, let me know. Bye. All right. Thanks, Michael. Um, so, you know, Rob basically wants to know what do we think about a Marcus Phoenix collection or what would be like a Gears of War uh, HD, similar to what we have for uh, Halo, like the Master Chief edition. So we'd have a Marcus Phoenix edition. So it'd be the first three, first three Gears of War and all HD or up or however you want to say um, and put on Xbox One. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know, because uh, you know, I guess uh, there's a lot of people out there that love Gears. Yes. I mean, they just love it. So I'm sure there would be a ton of people that would just pick this up. And uh, it would basically be, what, definitive edition of all of them? You know, they would snap this thing up in a heartbeat. Yeah. And you really don't need to do much new content, really, right? Mm-mm. No, you don't. I don't think you do. I, I think it's a good idea. I, I'm kind of halfway in this boat i i don't i don't want to go overboard with the hd collections you know i don't think every single game or series of games should have an hd collection i do believe the the very the triple a's should which this one doesn't is in there you know like mass effect halo uh yep. gears of war i i do believe all those deserve collections and, and thrown out on xbox one so i i do agree i think I think this would be a great one to put out like right prior to the next Gears of War. So the very first Gears of War that gets released on the Xbox One. I think this is a great um, the year before that comes out. So when you're announcing the next Gears of War you come out and say and available in two weeks is the HD collection. Oh yeah. We play them again. Play them all. Yep. Play them all through. Get all the way to end and then boom out comes the next one and you're off and running. So Oh yeah, yeah. Or even the people that haven't finished them, you know, yeah. oh, they yeah. might purchase them, you know, just to give them an opportunity. Like, hey, I'm gonna play this on my Xbox One. I'm gonna finish it, so I'm ready for the next one. Yeah, I just remember Gears 
the first Gears of War was what my buddy showed me when he's like, hey, I got the new Xbox or Xbox 360. Come here and check this game out. And I got to play Gears of War and I was just like, I got to have one of these. <laughs> awesome. You didn't say you're going to wait until the following year? Nope, nope, nope. No, okay. Nope, that's just the Xbox one. So thank you for bringing that up again. <laughs> hey, no problem. I'll bring it up again one more time if I have the opportunity. We'll uh, see. All right. For our next voicemail, we have uh, Keith, uh, a.k.a. Hambone on Xbox Live. Here is his question. Hi, guys. This is Keith, uh, Xbox Live's Hambone. Uh, I appreciate the show you guys put out every week. I know it takes some time and dedication. Um, I get to listen to it while I'm at work, so it definitely helps my work day go by. Uh, thank you again. I'd just like to make a comment from the, the caller about the 3D. As far as playback for 3D Blu-ray movies on the Xbox One, that would just be a firmware update that Microsoft would have to do. If you um, go to the Xbox feedback website and type in 3D playback, you will find out that there's 5,579 votes for 3D playback. Um, I know some people don't care for 3D, but some of us gamers do care, so any of the listeners, we do definitely do appreciate anybody that goes on there and votes for it, so hopefully we can get it for the people that do appreciate it. we got to stick together as gamers and support each other. As far as like buying movies, I still buy movies. I just bought the Lego movies. Um, 3D is kind of dead here in the U.S., but it's very big over in Europe. Um, the Oculus Rift and the Sony Morpheus, they all use stereoscopic 3D, the exact same that 3D TVs use. Um, so again, that's just, um, one of my comments on there. I appreciate your guys' time again. Thank you very much. Bye. All right. Thank you, uh, Keith. Appreciate it. Um, you know, like we've, we've talked about the 3D thing before and, and I'm not a big 3D guy. I don't want no 3D TV, but I did go out there and I, I put one of my thousand votes, I guess, on the, uh, xbox.uservoice.com, I think is the, uh, it. Um, I did search that for you and put one of my votes on there for you, which it, it's coming out. It's coming out in the next release, uh, the playback for it. Um, so hopefully you guys get that. And um, for any of you guys, we, we've mentioned the user voice before on the show. I think it was a, a new story that Wing did three, four episodes ago. Go out there. There's a ton of things out there that you can go out, search, uh, add your own requests, um, vote things up. And that's how one way that Xbox and, and Microsoft is listening to its customers. Um, you, know, you want an Xbox without Connect? You don't want this. You want that. You know, if they're listening to you, they're doing it, and they're taking a bunch of heat for it because it seems like they're pulling out of things when they're just listening to what people want. But um, yeah, so firmware update. I believe it's in what the August update. The August update. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so, you know, um, Dark Predator in here is saying, uh, we already, we're already getting 3D, so now Sony announced they're going to update to support 3D on the PS4 now. They supported 3D in the PS3. Um, my buddy was kind of wondering when they were going to do that, and they, I feel like they had their hand forced on that. Um, copycats. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, copycats. Um, they had their hands forced on it. Now, if they could have done it all this all this time and they didn't, I'm kind of curious on why they were sitting on it. 
you know what I mean? Because, you know, they're all about, hey, look what we can do and you can't. Um, so, but, uh, hey, it's good for everybody, though, right? That's good for him. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yep. yeah. He's very happy. So, um, all right. So that was our, uh, you know, our two voicemails. And now onto our emails. Uh, Keith actually sent in, or Hambone sent in a email afterwards. Do you want to do the email, Rob? Sure. Uh, he wrote, uh, he wrote, I just wanted to add something, uh, small to the, uh, voicemail that he left, uh, uh just prior to this. Uh, I forgot, uh, in the voicemail games like Gears of War 3, Crisis 2 and Halo CE Anniversary had 3D support and played very well. With that being said, games like COD Black Ops 1 and 2 were very, very bad in 3D. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna so, get those good ones and bad ones. It all depends on on the yeah. the developer and how much time they put in. Oh, for sure. Yep. Hey, I'll let you. Okay. You want to go ahead and take the next one too? Okay. Then we've got one from uh, Memphis Nathan twenty three. Writes in. I first want to thank you for your show. It's very enlightening, and I'm always looking forward to it. I wanted your thoughts on the subject going back a few episodes ago. Is digital ready for prime time? I live in Memphis, where we have a data cap of 300 gig per month. My wife and I don't use cable TV and only use Netflix and Amazon for our television and movie needs. We have been averaging about 200 gigs a month, so we haven't had... A problem with the cap until the Xbox One. I just purchased an Xbox along with three games. Now I would like to go all digital, but I've already reached my cap on the 20th. Now my question is, with the size of the games, sizes of updates, size of downloadable content, do you think that data caps will, in the future, kill off digital downloads and gaming, or at the least hinder it. Thanks for the time and congratulations on a great show. What do you think, Bron? Well, I, first off, I'd love to know who your cable company is that's throwing a cap on you. I mean, I know other countries like um, Australia and stuff like that, they have caps. Um, I don't have a cap where I'm at. Um, yeah, me either. I, I find it strange, but yeah, that is it going to hinder it? No, because I think more people in the US, US for example, do not have a cap compared to a cap. I don't, I, I it's kind of rare. Like this is the first time I've heard somebody having a cap in the U S yeah, I, I bet it's one of those smaller companies that can get away with the cap really. Cause there is no competition. And it, even Comcast, which is the big bad data capper here in the United States, they lifted it a while back. Remember? Yeah. I mean, it was always in the news and you know, things like, well, net neutrality doesn't really come into data caps um i wish it did because i wish you know net neutrality is a good thing for people that are not aware of that you know we don't want a fast lane and a slow lane when it comes to our internet everybody should be equal everybody should get the fastest everybody should be the best um mm -hmm. so yeah that's that's strange is it ready for prime time i say yes um i think a lot of people are ready for it unfortunately yes that is a maybe maybe that's where GameStop. As a company or Best Buy, they let you go buy digital, download it onto a thumb drive or, you know, or any other 100 gig drive or something like that. Take it home. Well, I guess that would be called a disc. Then. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, see, that, that unfortunately, that's where the Xbox came in. It's like, hey, you can install your entire one time off a disc, and then you have the digital digital version of it or something like that. So um, there will be ways for you to still play, but unfortunately, maybe you or you or yourself will not be ready. You know, I, I think this is just one of the side effects of being a cord cutter. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't recall if he was exactly a cord cutter uh, based on what he said, but... You know, you're going to run into this when you get all your media digitally, especially Netflix, and you're watching it in HD because we all love HD. And I mean, that's how we want to watch it. Right. When you watch all your TV shows and your movies through there, and then all of a sudden you're downloading a 50 gig game, I mean, that's, that's going to be a big deal. Uh, at some point, I think that the data cap business, at least for cable companies here in the United States, it's, you know, kind of like a dinosaur way to do it. I mean, it's really old school. I mean, it's it's not cool to have data caps knowing that all these people are using the bandwidth. And, you know, really, is it, is it really costing them that much money that they have to have bandwidth caps? I don't, I don't believe so. That's just all BS. You know, everybody's got, you know, all these companies have these huge data link connections into the backbones and so forth. You know, it's just, they're, they're just not getting with the times when they do this. Yeah. And uh, real quick, I'll, I'll say this. Um, if anybody wants to see a really good thing on net neutrality, go watch uh, John Oliver. He has that show on HBO. It's like the, all the week's news, like, today or now or something like that um he does this pretty long skit on net neutrality it's on youtube go watch it because you will see what cable companies want and what people like you know, but like we want the stuff that right. we want i mean can you imagine if that the net neutrality stuff doesn't go through and all of a sudden google or or, or twitch or something like that can say well if you have time warner you can upload to twitch at this speed and and you can watch twitch at this speed down but if you own comcast or uh direct tv you can't use twitch at all because you know we, we won't let you upload it stuff like that can you imagine you know the company doing that? and the big companies like facebook yeah. and all those they are all for net neutrality the people that don't want it are the, are the cable companies oh yeah so like i heard something i mean just is kind of go off on a tangent here uh, for what we were talking about. I think it was Comcast and Netflix. Oh, yeah. Comcast and, and uh, Verizon. Yeah, and Verizon. Or Verizon. Yeah, one of those companies. So Netflix or whoever it was was basically like, so they're saying that, you know, all their traffic is Netflix. All their traffic is Netflix. And, you know, they're looking to, you know, meter them, whatever. And, it came out that I think it was Netflix was actually basically saying we will pay to upgrade your equipment. <laughs> well, and they don't want they won't do it anyway. I mean, they'd rather play victim than to fix whatever issue there is. And I guess the real issue is their interconnect into the backbone. It's well, not that they don't have the bandwidth; it's just their connection. Um. Well, the the one thing is or did like, I explain that wrong. No, I I don't recall that. I do recall the part where Comcast was forcing Netflix to pay them money 
Yeah. Um, for all of the Netflix customers that use Comcast, because what they did is they throttled Netflix. So anything that yeah. came for all their customers, they throttled Netflix to say, you know, this is that and, and, and slow them down. And, and Netflix came out and said, hey, you're slow. Well, this is for Verizon, but they said your slow speed is due to Verizon. They, they literally put it on the splash screen. They're like, sorry, you, you are using Verizon. This is why your movie is not playing well. And Verizon went, got upset about it. But, you know, Netflix has to pay, is paying Comcast and Verizon more money just so they will open up their pipeline to, you know, to, to their customers. So that's, and that's what you get. That's what, that, that's a that whole fast lane, slow lane. I mean, Facebook would have to pay Time Warner a million dollars a year for all the Time Warner customers to get fast Facebook speed. And then everybody else just gets whatever, you know. That's why they're calling it a fast lane, slow lane. But, uh, but uh, Monkey okay. Punch is wondering what we think about the Google buying Twitch. I, I, for me, I thought it was good because the, the infrastructure would be there because Twitch is having trouble keeping up with the infrastructure and the, and the rate that they're growing. Uh, but a lot of people are just like, oh, great. We're not going to be able to play this music. We're not going to be able to play even any copyrighted stuff. And I've heard people's Twitch or Twitch accounts and uh, channels actually getting shut off. Um, to Already? something i i've heard that i don't know how true it is i i i, I don't believe it until i read it like uh legit but that's just hearsay all right but uh all right cool uh one thing um from memphis nathan 23 and for keith thank you very much for your compliments on the show we appreciate it we're gonna continue hopefully continue to to keep you happy but um all right, Rob. All right, retail releases for the coming week for the Xbox 360. We have uh, nothing really to report on the 360 front. Xbox One gets Pinball FX2. Wingman is jumping up and down. Will make a, yeah, this <laughs> will uh, make a certain wing buddy very excited. Well, make him sad yeah. or excited because he's gonna have to buy them all again. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, well, at least he knows which ones he likes. Yeah. And all future, all future tables will be Xbox One, I'm sure. True. But um, and that's it. Yeah. So Pinball FX, FX Two. It's it's a downloadable game, but um, if people wanted to buy some retail copies. Or toilet paper, or oil for the car, or scissors, or push pins. Where, where can they go? Yeah. So, for example, if you want to buy a contact lens solution, there or a contact lens case, or if you'd like to buy toilet paper, or cleaning solution, along with your games, please <laughs> go and use the Amazon link on This Xbox Life. That's This Xbox Life dot com slash amazon it'll take you straight there uh you can uh search to your heart's content purchase all you want uh and pay for it yourself of course and then uh, we'll get a small uh tiny little fraction of that sale you don't pay anything extra uh just amazon gets less money i guess is one way to look at it and uh it helps to show out and we just turn that uh back around and uh give it back to you folks 
So uh, please use that. Oh, and when you click on that link, it's good for 24 hours only. So uh, purchase within 24 hours, uh, hopefully just before your purchase, so that uh, you don't click on somebody else's link instead later. All right. And uh, yeah. Somebody walking down the door behind me. Um, all right. So, um, oh, thank you, Monkey Punch. He bought something today. Oh, yay. Very good. Um, for everybody else, uh, you know, we stream here on Twitch, so please follow the stream. Um, subscribe to the stream, I should say. Uh, we post it out to YouTube um, tonight. It'll be out there tomorrow, so go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, pass it along to your friends. You know, hit the hit message boards. I, I don't, I don't, you know ask to spam message message boards but if you're a part of a community and they have a general section for podcasts and stuff like that go in there and mention us so that'd be i'd appreciate it um and then after we're on uh youtube we also push it out to itunes and all the other google play and did we got the google correct what was that oh which where where can you download podcasts besides itunes uh, you can go to our website, you can download it there, and you can also listen in a browser on this xboxlife.com. Yep, and if you do it from iTunes... I know some people do that uh, at work. Cool. So and you don't uh, need a podcatcher or anything. Yep, give us five stars on uh, iTunes reviews. We'd appreciate it. And uh, Wing will be back next week. Hopefully. You know, we're pretty sure that his plans are to come back next week. So He'll be all well-rested. Or not? Yeah, <laughs> I know he had some. He was. I just he had a very busy schedule. Yeah, I just have a bad feeling he's going to come on. But like the last two shows, here are the fifteen things that I found wrong with it. And it, you know, the first five minutes is just going to be putting me in my place. So, uh, what, okay. what can I? What can I say? Yeah. Should, shouldn't I get some? You know, founder points or something? We can, we can call you rookie. <laughs> yeah, I'm rookie not founder. Yeah, I'm not taking. Not taking rookie. On honor honorary founder. <laughs> so Yes, there you go. But uh all right. That's all we have guys. Um we appreciate it and we will catch you next week. Uh enjoy and have a good one. So I am Brun BJ Swick thirty three. And I'm Rob Olson and his pre star. Catch you all next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>